It's October 17, 2018, and welcome to another edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we'll hear from Linda Martell, and she's here from the Hawaii Institute of Geophysics and Planetology, and is here to tell us about the Lacey Beach Day of Discovery. And then right after that, we'll be talking about the Hawaiian language on the Duolingo platform. So before we get to that, I want to welcome Linda Martell from HIGP and uh, want to welcome you to Bite Marks Cafe. Hello, I'm very happy to be here. Now, Linda, <clears throat> tell me, how many years has this Lacey Beach Day of Discovery been going on? So this is the 17th annual. And when it started, no one knew if it would go year after year because it takes so many volunteers to make it run. So we're really happy that it's been going <clears throat> strong for 17 years. And... You've been, um, you know, I've actually gone to it, uh, and it was probably like five years ago, and I thought even back then I didn't realize that it was like a 17-year-old or maybe at that time a 12-year-old event. That's right. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, Lacey Beach, and why is this, this event called the Lacey Beach Day of Discovery? Okay, so uh, Charles Lacey Beach mm-hmm. was an astronaut, NASA astronaut, and he's one of the two from Hawaii. People would probably know Ellison Onizuka. Mm-hmm. So um, Lacey Beach uh, graduated from Punahou. That's why the school is the host. Um, okay. And also for this day, the corporate sponsor is uh, Hawaiian Electric Companies. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Hawaii Space Grant Consortium, where I'm from, uh, we, we, we coordinate the day. So the Astronaut Day is all about um, having fun with science and technology. Um, Astronaut Lacey Beach had this wonderful view of Earth from space and it really touched him, and he knew that if he could help kids understand how precious our Earth is uh, through learning about science and technology, that we could go a long way to uh, preserving what we have mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. making the best of it. So this day's hands-on. It's really fun. You know, I remember uh, when I went to it, uh, uh, Nainoa Thompson was, I think, the keynote speaker. And Nainoa really speaks very highly of, of uh, Lacey Veach. And the picture that I recall was, uh, you know, Lacey Beach holding an ads stone yes. that is a piece of a, a part of a tool. And, and sort of uh, he took a picture of, of the ads tool uh, with earth in the background. Yeah, it was, it's a rock tool. Mm-hmm. And it, in that picture, the rock tool was floating in the weightlessness of the uh, space station. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. maybe it was the shuttle. But, and it had uh, the earth in the, in the window of the... Yes, that was very special. The two of them became very good friends, Nainoa Thompson and Lacey Beach, and they talked about teaching kids about science and technology for the taking care of the earth. And so tell me a, a little bit about, um, I mean, what does it cover? What does the event cover? I mean, I know you said it's hands-on, and there's a whole bunch of uh, demonstrations and displays. So give me an idea as to what might take place uh, you know, at the, at the event. Okay, so... If you're just hearing about this event for the first time and you don't have uh, a lot of things going on on October 27th, this Saturday, um, come by and join us between 8 and 1. There are a lot of exhibits and hands-on things. For example, HECO engineers will be there, and one of the things they'll have is a plasma ball. And if you don't know what that is, definitely come and check that out. The Polynesian Voyaging Society will be there with some canoe models, and they'll teach you how to tie ropes um, rope knots. Um, there'll be all sorts of robotics around there. So let's say you have a, a student 
I would say grade three and up, mm-hmm. who maybe has never tried robotics. Oh, this would be a fantastic opportunity to come and play with them. <clears throat> so in terms of the objective for the event, it's really trying to expose more uh, kids to opportunities, I guess, for them to get involved with some of the different programs that might take place at their school. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's non-competitive. It's just having fun um, building things that you may have never thought of, you know, building before. Mm-hmm. Let's say you see someone, an, a scientist <clears throat> or one of the engineers there, and there's some people from Chaminade will be there doing fingerprinting science. Mm-hmm. Let's say you think, how did you do that? How do you do these sorts of things? Well, guess what? The, the people there will teach you. It's, it'll be fantastic to have learn. You, have you encountered any students that have gone to the Day of Discovery and then might have perhaps you know, gone to UH and, and, and have said, wow, you know, I really got involved in this curriculum because of what I learned at uh, the Lacey Beach Day of Discovery. Yeah, I would say, especially in engineering. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, in, on the floor in the, uh, in the building where I'm at, UH Manoa, we're combining scientists and engineers. And in fact, there are engineers who have a science background and vice versa. So they can uh, not only construct the robotics and the cameras and different things, but uh, understand what kind of science you could get from them. Now, there's some workshops as well as displays. Can you tell us, like, what kinds of workshops might take place? So the workshops, and especially if you're just hearing about this, Mm -hmm. they're probably all filled. Uh, Registration (laughs) started September 1st. Um, But they're covering all sorts of science and technology kind of things. But if you come on that day, even if you didn't sign up for a workshop, um, there there might be some no-shows, so you might just have a chance to go to one of the workshops. So if the if they don't go to the workshops, there's always the displays that people can take part in. Uh, where can someone go and get more information if they wanted to attend? Go to your favorite search engine and put in Veach Day, V-E-A-C-H, okay. and you'll get it. And then, of course, we'll put up the... Uh, you know the registration on <clears throat> on the show notes for later on uh, this evening, and uh, the fact is that uh, it's a free event. Yeah, rain or shine, come. There'll be a lot of enthusiastic people to help your students learn. Well, that's very good. Well, thanks, Linda, for joining us. Thank you. And of course, we'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be joined by Keao Abad, and we'll be talking about Olelo Hawaii on Duolingo. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk show programming. Mahalo to the St. Andrews Schools, which includes the Priory School for Girls, the Prep for Boys, and Queen Emma Preschool. I begin my day with public radio, so I'm always listening to Morning Edition, and I begin my weekends with Weekend Edition. I find it a very comfortable way to start my day. I get to learn about what's going on in the world, and each day I'm learning something new. Member-supported Hawaii Public Radio. Radio with vision. Listen and see. And welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe. Now joining us by phone is Keao Abad. And uh, she is uh, part of the project team that put the actual curriculum together for uh, putting the Hawaiian language on Duolingo. Keao, welcome to Bite Marks Cafe. 
Aloha. Thanks oh. for having us. Yeah, thanks. So, Kiel, tell me, um, uh, give me a little background on how this project got started. Because kind of what I understand was that it was, it was an idea that somebody had, and and it was just it, it took it went from an idea to an actual implementation. So, uh, who who actually hatched the idea? Well, actually, you know, folks in the Hawaiian community and beyond have been asking in Duolingo's, you know, um, conversation boards mm-hmm. that there be Olelo Hawaii added to the functionality of the program. And that's been happening for some time now. But then there was a, um, a really pivotal conversation that happened between a graduate at Kamehameha. His name is Louis Kaneshiro mm-hmm. and um, my boss's boss, um, VP of Community Engagement and Resources, Kael Dwork. They're friends from uh, MIT days where they were both there together. And the conversation um, was around, you know, how can we do something that really gives back to the community, especially um, for those who are trying to connect more with who they are as, as Kanaka, as, you know, Hawaiian people mm-hmm. and um what are some of the ways that you know they can play to their strengths? And so Lewis is um, somebody in the tech world. He has his own um, tech startup business and doing really well. And and they were you know brainstorming about a bunch of things and landed on Duolingo as a really innovative way that we might be able to get Olelo Hawaii out to the thousands of people who want to learn it. Um, if we can just you know knock on Duolingo's door and mm-hmm. see if they might be willing to play with us. Oh yeah. So was there anything special or intriguing or attractive about the Duolingo platform? Absolutely. Duolingo allows for a lot of different functionality that you really don't otherwise have in other programs that are available. Um, and first and foremost, it's free. You know, mm-hmm, if we can get mm-hmm. a team together of, of folks who can create it, we can provide the platform, the learning platform for free. And Duolingo is very committed to keeping it free for learners. So that was that was crucial. And then it was a platform that did much more than just vocabulary learning. You know, there's some there's some other opportunities out there in other platforms for um, learning vocabulary. But you know, if you're ever going to make Olala Hawaii functional and conversational in everyday life here in our islands, then, um, you know, learning a little bit of the phrases and the grammar uh, is, is key. Mm-hmm. So that was that was something that um, we really liked. And, you know, because it's a virtual platform, it allows people to access language learning, you know, 24-7 at their convenience. Um, and right now, you know, uh, there are already 40,000 more than 40,000 learners have signed up, so there's a real demand. And this is just in the, you know, the short amount of time since the ACE when it launched. So it really, I think, confirms our, our highest wish and hunch that hey, people are really interested and would love an opportunity if, if given that opportunity to learn Olelo Hawaii. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. In fact, yeah. uh, the, the official launch was on the 8th of October, right? And it was uh, yeah. on uh, Indigenous Day. Is that correct? Yeah, Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes. Yes, and and um, I thought, yeah, I thought there was a, a great uh, opportunity to you know learn the language. Now, you're with an organization called uh, Kanaiokana. I so um, Kamehameha Schools serves um, the department that I'm a part of, mm-hmm. Kalevi Kuomo, which sits within Community 
education, which sits within communication and resources, we are the backbone organization that supports Kanayo Kana. Okay, okay. Kanayo Kana has, um, so um, Kamehameha went to that larger network called Kanayo Kana. Kanayo Kana is comprised of a, all sorts of Hawaiian-focused schools from preschool through the university system um, and other aligned organizations that are interested in supporting Hawaiian education. Um, so it's over 50 organizations and schools. Uh, Kamehameha is a part of it, and so um, Kamehameha realized that one of Kanao Kana's major streams of effort was around normal, renormalizing Olelo Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And they had there's a standing committee that was actively engaged in this, and and so there was a, a clear idea that okay, this would probably be the group that would be most likely to want to move it forward. Mm-hmm. So um, between Kamehameha helping to resource it and uh, the expertise, brain trust, the long experience that the folks in Kanao Kana have and in providing, um, you know, Olelo Hawaii learning, um, it, it was a good, good match. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Duolingo with the platform and then the supports that they provided to, to make it happen. So when you were looking at the uh, Duolingo platform, and, and as you just said, you know, it, it was a good platform for, for learning the language, uh, what went into the actual development of the curriculum? Oh my goodness! And so, just even before we start that, just for anyone listening, please know that this is just the beginning. Right? We're going to try to work to get it better and better, and mm-hmm. keep on adding to it. So it's just barely started, and we're hoping that we can keep up with the the learners as they continue to to be hungry for more lessons and more lessons. So we've just started. The curriculum is. In, is just being built, right? Mm-hmm. So there's just enough to launch with, and we're trying to, you know, stay ahead in time to, you know, get more and more lessons up. But what what was involved is that so Duolingo has a, what they call an incubator site where the team of five folks um, from the community and uh, let me give you their names right now. There's um, Makana Garma is the person on our team who helps facilitate, and then the lead person on the team is. Ikela Kani Elpio. She has a long history in teaching Olelo Hawaii. Um, and uh, the folks, um, Poki Isito is another person. He comes from, again, a long, long history of, of learning Olelo Hawaii. Kawa Newman and Kioni Kelekulio. And all of them um, have extensive backgrounds in teaching, in uh, researching and sharing, you know, being involved in various community mm-hmm. efforts to, to teach Olelo Hawaii. So that team, they get together um, weekly, at least once for this you know, half-day work session or, or longer, and they have to kind of think through all the different, to break down, if you just were trying to learn one phrase, right, What's the vocabulary needed for the phrase? What are all the different versions of, of the way you might express that phrase um, in Olala Hawaii or in English? Because the platform might ask you to you know, give the Hawaiian version of this English phrase, or might, they might flip it, so they have to think through, okay, what are all the different things would, that would be a right answer? What might be the versions that, okay, they might just have a typo of this sort or that sort, so mm-hmm. we would say, okay, sorry, you have a typo as opposed to you have a wrong answer so even just to get one 
phrase. They have to really work hard to input into that incubator site all the different iterations of it. You know, how, how if, like if there is a word um, grandfather, they have to think, okay, so somebody might say tutukane, mm-hmm. somebody might say kupunakane, somebody might, you know, mm-hmm. put it as two words, somebody might put it as one word, and, you know, they have, so they have to kind of break it down like that and think of all the different ways. So they're, um, right now they have a curriculum of what, they, uh, what we refer to as 10 skill sets that's been um, completed, and they're going to continue to be building more and more skill sets for folks to enjoy. So I'm curious, when a person signs up and signs up for, let's say, Module 1, are they, they're going through the curriculum and they're going through the lessons. Is there somebody on the other side that is actually, uh, let's say, grading it or reviewing it or correcting it, or is it an automated process? It's an automated process. So ahead of time, somebody would imagine if I was on the other end receiving this Mm -hmm. answer, Mm -hmm. um, what might be all the different versions that people could come up with that are are dead on right in the ballpark that maybe it's just like I was saying a typo, right? So there's you know, in playing around with it myself, I've I've gotten somewhere. Okay, hey, you know, Mike Cutty, you've got that right. Mm-hmm. Or we think you have a typo, or, or it's it's wrong. But he, uh, you know, from what we're, <laughs> it gives you kind of they're nicer than saying you got got it wrong. But there's even in that one, there's a way for you to respond as a learner. Hey, um, you know, I think there might be an error with your folks program. You know, maybe you should reconsider my answer, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of neat that it's interactive like that, and it gives you just, you know, feedback immediately on the, the type of answer that you've put in and how, how accurate you are. So while there's not a live body, right, a mm-hmm. live body has very thoughtfully gone through what the experience of the learner might be in interacting with that particular uh, skill set. Well, I would imagine, you know, given the technology and and the potential for so many people to actually be on, uh, you know, in the class. I mean, I was looking at some of the numbers. Uh, like, even if you have forty, you know, forty five thousand people, I mean, that's you have to scale that, and you can't scale it if you have, you know, um, human <laughs> human people on the other end trying to correct it. I, I do want to <laughs> yeah, get so into. It is automated, yes. <laughs> I do want to get into a little bit more of the 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 curriculum and how, you know, even even if it's uh, in the incubator or the the module one, like, you know, I wanted to get into some detail as to, like, how long the actual lesson plan is. But you, I want to hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Keau about. And we're learning about the Hawaiian language on Duolingo. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training, Moyer Financial, and Kaiser Permanente. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. And, of course, if you're just joining us, uh, we're talking to Keao Abad, and she is with Kamehameha School and was directly involved with the building of the online curriculum for Olelo Hawaii on Duolingo. And, of course, right before the break, uh, we were talking about the curriculum and I know getting into kind of the, the, the introduction of, of um, uh, Olelo Hawaii on Duolingo. And, Kale, you said that this was like an uh, like a incubation site. Are you on, you know, if you sign up, how many theoretically, I mean, if you were to, 
do it every day? I mean, is this a a ten week course? Is it a twelve week course? I mean, what what is it structurally? Ultimately, we would like to continue to build it, and so we don't have an end in sight just yet. Mm-hmm. So we're we're hoping that we can continue to build and build and build these skill sets so that we have you know ever more. Um, broad and deep learning in Olala Hawaii. Right now, there's a set of 10 skill sets. It's sort of, think, you kind of think of a tree mm-hmm. of how it breaks down of different um, conversational, introductory conversational items. So there's things about greetings, about polite expressions, um, personal identification, how do you talk about yourself, the weather, um, your household. Um, so we you know, just um, imagine if you're just you know, meeting somebody, what would be some of the things that you might mm-hmm. engage in a conversation with someone upon first meeting? So it's that kind of thing that's in the first 10 skill sets. So it's, the the so the initial structure, and it's 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 not even, um, I mean, it's beyond uh, incubator, right? I mean, it's it's actually an, a live site that you can actually go to. I mean, oh, I saw, yeah. yeah. So when I was referring to the incubator site, that's where the development team put their work into mm-hmm. in order for the user to then engage with the learning in the app. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, you know, only up and usable. Although, you know, we're in a beta state. We're, we definitely are continuing to grow the skill set and, and figure out you know, some of the kinks along the way. Um, and, and there there are a few, but, you know, nothing, nothing that I think would, would dissuade anybody from enjoying learning in, in the app. Mm-hmm. Now, if you, know, you if you were to compare compare the experience on Duolingo to perhaps maybe uh, you know like an immersion school, I mean, how obviously the immersion and having the teacher be there and actually interacting on, on a one on one sort of live basis is always a, a great thing to have. How proficient in the language do you think you could get by just going through Duolingo? You know, we, we like to say that Duolingo is a great place to get people's feet a little wet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and maybe allay some of that initial fear of jumping into a, a real, you know, course-type setting. But that it's supplemental or it's introductory. It, it would not take the place of, um, of course, you know, a child growing up in an immersion school setting in a, in a household that's using Olala Hawaii. Oh, my goodness, that is much richer mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know pales in comparison but for somebody who's who's not had the the beauty of that sort of experience and and you know for 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 many people you know people are just not born into those kinds of contexts and and maybe there are older learners who never had that chance um building was a great place to get started and and be able to just you know, try it out in the safety of your own mm-hmm, <laughs> space. Mm-hmm. You can hear the audio. You know, there's um, that's one of the things we're really proud of. We were able to build an audio um, component that didn't exist in any of the other Duolingo big languages. Right, the big languages had the text-to-speech technology that automated the, the audio portion. Mm-hmm. But because there's no text-to-speech technology for Olala Hawaii, um, the developers with Kumeme Schools helped. They were able to. Um, create the back end, um, you know, the, the computer programming to allow for the audio that we would record, you know, uh, 
uh, like I think our voice right now is Kioni Kele Culio and Kele um, Gonzalez, and they're you know very highly respected folks in Hawaii, and they're so their um, speech is heard within the building, the setting. So being able to you know have those those voices in your ear as a as a new learner, it's it's a it's a real I think kokua to real help for people to learn. Mm-hmm. And again, it's yeah, it's getting people excited about learning the language and, and it takes us to a different place than what you know, than word of the day kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm, word mm-hmm. of the day is beautiful and we, we totally support that. But this takes it to the next level of let's have a conversation, even a small one. You know, we can talk a little bit about, you know, um what 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 I do or what you do, where are you from, um who are your grandparents, something like that. Um that that, you know, would be the kind of conversation we we would have with, mm-hmm. with others. Now, so, Keo, yeah, uh, in, in the Hawaii living in you know everyday life. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, if you were to uh, let's say describe the ideal uh, student that would be uh, taking taking the class, I mean, was there somebody, some type of t- uh, profile that you were designing or that your team was designing the course for? Would, would it be a, a local person? Would it be a mainland person? I mean, what? Who was uh-huh. that sort of that that prototypical student? Yes, the target audience is definitely our own lovely you know, people who are Kanaka who are interested in learning the language. But in the in the same breath, right? We hope and we welcome everyone to learn because we want to be able to have these conversations as as widely as possible throughout the community and we do believe that you know being a part of Hawaii or being connected to Hawaii even if you're somewhere else in the world um knowing the language will connect you more strongly and more richly in a in a way that can um make you really appreciate Hawaiian culture and Hawaiian perspectives or Kona'ike Hawaii in a much um, deeper way and, and you know, really, honestly, to bring more joy to your living here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. understand place names and you have a, a different um, lens to to look at all the Hawaiian words that are everywhere. Um, it, you know, it makes you a, a Part of the community in a new and deeper sort of way, and we really, really welcome that. Yeah, but no, yeah. no, that's great. That's great. I, I am definitely. I'm. In fact, I think I'm one of those four forty-five thousand people that have signed up. <laughs> All right. Now, now, Kel, uh, in terms of maintaining the site, and I know you have. You said you have a team, and and they all are actually going in to continue to develop this. How do you foresee kind of the future? I mean, what? How much development is actually going to go into maintaining this site? We have, at least from the team, um, uh, I believe it's a two-year commitment. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then we, as Kamehameha, would like to continue beyond that. And we hope, you know, we we know that the folks on the team right now, you know, they have they have other other commitments in their lives too. So we we need to check in with them and see, you know, are you able to stay on and and continue this work beyond the, the time period of the project that we currently have. You know, committed to, but um, you know, even if we had that amount of lessons that they they would be able to create within that span of time, I think we'd be very proud to offer that to the community. Well, Kale, but um, our, our goal and our dream is to continue and just keep on going because there's there's 
there are many, many, many different ways we could we could you know dive deep into language learning. Okay, uh, real quickly, where can people go to find the uh, 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 Hawaiian uh, module? Duolingo.com. And du- it's right, yeah, you can go right on your mobile device and download the Duolingo app. Okay. Duolingo.net. No, sorry. Kanahiokana.net is another way you can access it. Well, Keo, well, I want to really thank you. And I'll put, this, I'll put the link up on the show notes for later on tonight. Keo Abad is with the Kamehameha School and one of the curriculum developers for the Hawaiian language app on Duolingo. And, of course, uh, thank you for joining us today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk about the persuasive technologies. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. If you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email us at feedback at bitemarks.org. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. And, of course, you stay awesome, and we will see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe.